Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about a movie that won so many awards it's a travesty that its director wasn't nominated are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Burger Von Munchkin, director of the best foreign language animated short film, Christmas in Auschwitz? Or go fuck yourself. Dick Manley here for What's Crackin' Hollywood. We're live on the red carpet for the first annual Movie Guys Oscar Spectacular. The bleachers are packed, the envelopes are stuffed, and the pants are creamed as we await the picks, predictions, and all the general mayhem the Movie Guys are going to whip up tonight. Our pre-show is going to cover the star's arrivals. Paul, Adam, Lee, and Karen, they're all going to be right here live tonight. But first, an interview with Kirk Douglas, who's going to tell us how it was to survive after a life debilitating stroke the star of Spartacus ladies and gentlemen ah forget that shit ladies and gentlemen never mind here comes Adam Adam Witt long time oh, oh. movie guy yeah yeah oh, oh. <laughs> sorry uh, hello yeah. I uh, you know I'm, I'm really just kind of here for the event but if you need me to talk into a camera and talk about myself and my career I'll do that I'll do that oh, yeah, the, the, the public wants to know how how did you pick this role well, you know, I'm so glad you asked me that because uh, Pauly and I, I call him Pauly, uh, we were just hanging out at uh, the Brown Derby one night. And, you know, we thought it was time for an internet radio message, you know? And I was like, you know, Pauly, do I want to take $5 million for this? Or do I want to take $5 million for this for the art of it? So we went with it. So we did nice. that. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. Right. Well, before you go, who are you wearing? Oh, well, uh, my cock ring is by Versace, and my T-shirt is from Threadless. And uh, the reason I wear Threadless is because I like T-shirts that make you feel like you had to be there. Hey, oh, thank no. you very much, Adam, ladies and Oh, oh, here it is. Karen Volk, ladies and gentlemen, Karen Volk. Oh, on behalf of America, I do want to say we all love your laugh. So uh, what's it like? It's got to be a lot of fun doing your show. What's what's it like working on the set? Well, I just want to say that everyone is amazing and working with Paul is amazing. And Adam does the most amazing impersonation of Lee, who is absolutely amazing. That's the one. That's that last. Oh, so, so before you go, who are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing a fifteen dollar dress that fell off the back of a truck downtown in L.A. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you very Goodbye. much. Oh, that's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, ladies, it's Lee. Lee, how are you? Awesome to have you here. Yeah, look, the world is awaiting your next project, so I ask you, why the movie, guys? Oh, well, you know, we really wanted to do something different. You know, uh, the Internet is full of these things uh, called podcasts. I don't know if you've seen them. Uh, they're trending right now, but we wanted to do something really different. So uh, we do a podcast that we call a showcast. Yeah, so most of them are just guys talking into microphones. So we're, you know, guys talking into microphones. And, uh, well, I don't want to say that we're changing the world. World, but uh, we're changing the world. It's an honor to be nominated. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Who am I wearing? I was going to ask. Oh, okay, thank you. You mean this little thing? Oh, oh. Whoa! <laughs> I can't believe we just had a nip oh, slip. Oh, my uh, gosh. Actually, uh, this is Old Navy, uh, which are great clothes as long as you don't get them wet, ironically. So, <laughs> you're going to be inside. I am, inside. I am. Uh, thank you for seeing you at the party. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Look who it is. Is ladies and gentlemen Paul Preston? Where did you? Oh, no, please, from? please. Speak in the back or something? Well, look, yeah, come on over here if you must. I, I just like I, must, I don't yeah. I don't like the spotlight, you know. I don't like to show off and make a big deal about things, you know. It's all just for like someone said earlier for the art. That's why I'm here. Wow, that is great. Now, longtime <laughs> fans of the show do have one question for you, and they'd, they'd like it answered if you would. What's the ultimate goal of the movie guys? Well, you know, it's to leave the world, I think, in a better place for future movie guys. I mean, we like to come and have fun here. But in the end, it's about focusing on the future, you know, and uh, and making sure it's a, uh, it's a nice place for our kids and our kids' kids. You know, for example, um, you know, all of our jokes are biodegradable. Uh, all this setup you see here, it's all green. And uh, that's what we're really focused on. And and to have fun. And to have fun. So. That is amazing. Who are you wearing? Vera Wang. <laughs> 
There you have it, your red carpet pre-show news and fashion. I'm Dick Manley for What's Crackin' Hollywood, keeping you and reminding you to keep your powder dry and your pants dry as well. Thanks, Dick. Dick. Bye, Dick. Bye. Dick Manley, everybody. Dick. There he goes. What a get, huh? And I, what a get. I say this as a sincere compliment. He is no Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Dick. Bye, Dick. Keep your pants Give me that. All right, get out of here. Dick's, Dick's drunk. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. All right, so uh, hey, with Dick out of the way, um, and don't that's we all what want she that? Said. <laughs> well, let's that's get, until we start talking about. Let, let's get on with the show proper, shall we? <laughs> now, now Johnny Ice is trying to fix everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's running around crawling under the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to play more music, but the Golden Globes. I'm going to play some more music, but our volume is down. So let's Thank just you. say welcome to the Toad Up Network and the Movie Guys Live, everybody. Oh, hey. There it is. There's our music. All right, good. You notice how I didn't ask you for that? As God is my witness, we will never go hungry again. A special Oscar quote for Oscar week. It is, uh, you, know, we, you have reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. And uh, we bring the two together every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, right here at ToadUpNetwork.com and also on iTunes where you can find all of our shows as well. This is the very special Movie Guys episode as tonight. Uh-oh, does somebody like, have cancer? <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Yes, someone's pregnant. Well, one of the nominees <laughs> most likely. But um, tonight, as Dick Manley said, it's all about Oscar. It's a wonderful night for Oscar. Oscar, Oscar, who will win? Uh, and here in... Uh, in uh, <laughs> that's enough of that. That's all we paid for. <laughs> <laughs> and here in February... February. We uh, were all about Oscars. So... Yes. Um, that was a great song. Billy does that song every uh-huh. show, and you know, every time he hosts, it's a great song. No doubt, Seth MacFarlane is going to sing. He's a great singer. He should sing. He's yeah. a song and dance man. He should yeah. take advantage of that. I think. I think the writers are going to make sure he gets out there and does a little something with the song and dance. Plus, what are we going to have this year at the Oscars? A tribute to movie musicals. We're going to have. It's going to be uh, full of singing. Barbara Streisand is coming back. She's going to be singing live, which hasn't happened a bunch on TV in a long time. And Adele is going to be singing live since she heard her voice. So this is the first time she's coming back to and sing. And she's singing a James Bond song. Yes. There's going to be a whole bunch of James Bond songs. Yeah, Shirley Bassey's showing up. Oh, yeah, God, they're going to do a whole thing. That. It's Eartha going to be Kitt? a lot of singing. Eartha Kitt. Karen, no. could this be the musiciest? Oscars ever. I think it's going to be both the musiciest <laughs> and the longest Oscars ever. They usually go hand in hand. Adam pointed that out one time. That, but you wanted to yeah. kick off our show With musically the, as well. Yes, yeah, so right? I worked all day writing Just like an, Oscars an, an opening. Right? Yes, yeah, so I need the music. Now make sure you pump it up because okay. uh, I need to be uh, able to hear. Oh, yes, pump it up, John. All right. Uh, so this is going to be our big Owen oh, with Les Mis, Les Mis nominated for Best Picture. I actually used that as my inspiration, and I used a lot of the music from Les Mis to use as the, the backdrop for this song. How exciting. Here yeah, it's very exciting. Argo, 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 Amor! Beast of the Southern Wild, Silver Lion's Playbook, Zero, Dodge, Oldest Grade 30, Lincoln, Lame is Life of Pi. Django, Unchained, Django. Unchanged Django. I didn't have a lot of time. That's it. Oh, that's it. Thank you. I got it all in. I laughed during the show. Thank God they didn't have 10 nominees or we never would have had (laughs) Well, here's what I'm thinking. Hopefully it would be that short in real life and we could get out of the whole award show, but it won't be. And now the song that references all of the sound designers. Exactly. My favorite part is though Django. Unchained Django. People tuning in waiting to hear Richard Newton's name drop in the sound designer song. That's what they want. Now, before we get to the nominees, we yes. want to get to our annual tribute to those who get to stay home on Oscar night. Oh, that's good. Those performers who are uh, what the great comedy team of Nichols and May called quietly and unassumingly producing crap on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be home watching Betty White's Off the Rockers, which is the counter-programming of choice on that mm-hmm. evening. That's what I Although it's on. interesting, they also are showing Family Guy. So if you like Seth yeah. MacFarlane but you don't like the Oscars, you can still get them on Family Guy. If you're that much of an anti-establishment uh, guy, then yeah. go for yeah. the actual cartoon. So here comes our tribute to these folks who will be staying home on Oscar night, a little something called In for the Evening. <laughs> Ra 
Ryan Reynolds, Adam Sandler, Taylor Kitsch, Jason Biggs, Jennifer Aniston, Sam Worthington, Elizabeth Banks, Channing Tatum, Julianne Hough, Shia LaBeouf, Kristen Stewart, Tyler Perry, Katherine Heigl, there's Taylor Lautner, Jessica Beale, Jennifer Lopez, Mia Jovovich, Drew Barrymore, Kate Hudson, and Zach Efron. <laughs> Sleep in, stay in comfortable clothes. <laughs> Sit comfortably on the couch. With that extra night of rest, you should be able to get up to your next project bright and early in the morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and get started on it. <laughs> we look forward to what's coming up next. But um, let's get to the actual nominees. All right. Enough of this nonsense. No more nonsense. Uh, we're going to talk about what's missing, what they got right with the nominees. We're going to find out who should win, who will win. Mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully There is a big difference between that. Yeah. Oh, Everyone yeah. knows that there's a huge difference between who will and who should. Of and course, because who will is universal. Who should is different for every <laughs> person on the planet. I always thought that the Academy, though, at the end of the day, gets it right. Russell Crowe should have an Oscar. Not for Gladiators. Yeah, exactly. But he should oh, have at yeah. least one Oscar. And that's a bunch of these two, or the Apology Oscar, or the, well, you're a little too young Oscar. Mm-hmm. And all this. We'll the cover the we'll nice work for the trilogy Lord of the Rings Oscar. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was not the best of those Exactly. It's it's the, uh, it's a, what, what's the Pacino movie that he won for? Yeah, Sin of, of a Woman. Yeah. Woman. It's the Sin of a Woman Awards, always, yeah, I exactly. think. <laughs> Did no one see Godfather 2? Yeah, Day Day we know you should have won for and that. at the same time, you have your Marissa Tomei's out there. Who perhaps should have won or didn't win? Perhaps, we don't yeah. know. Who, May not have won. Yeah, they, there's well, there's. But at the end rumor. of the day, she should have one, and she does, and she has one. <laughs> right. Not for into the bedroom or the wrestler, though. Well, Correct. All the wrestlers. <laughs> well, well, let's start with the right. uh, best picture of the year. The nominees are. Amore. Old people are unable to find space cocoons to keep them young, so they die, and they don't even have sex like Meryl Streep or Diane Keaton would. <laughs> Amour is life with the boring bits left in. This movie was the worst Best Picture nominee since Ghost. And it's even worse than Ghost. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's play a clip from that. Oh. We'll never be sick. <laughs> we won't get any older and we won't ever die. Check your blood uh, sugar and check it off. Eat your damn oatmeal. No reason not to. <laughs> Pretty sure that's Amour. I'd... Yeah. Mm. Well, this one I think they, they kept in there to... to, to feel smart the super serious movie yeah. they have to yeah. nominate the super serious movie yeah paul are you going to be discussing the best picture nominee for foreign language film is that no. on our agenda okay good then i'll make this joke now um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's also nominated for best best foreign language film yeah you can't be nominated for both both best foreign language film and best it's picture be a rule best, precedent. That, right? best foreign language film is the nomination we give you when we don't want to look like a bunch of dumbass uncultured Americans <laughs> now, as because a dumbass, it's a good movie. As yeah. a dumbass uncultured American, I have not seen this, but Paul is very obsessive. Paul, is it in a foreign language? It is. Wow. Well, there you go. When they decide Any movie to talk. you have to read should not be best picture. Well, then again, exactly. that's not true, though, because I love Crouching. the Italian one. Okay. Or is that the super- What was that? Uh, Life is beautiful. Life's beautiful. Is that the yeah. super extra compliment? Like now they have an animated category, but if a Beauty and the Beast or like a Pixar movie, could it move up to the actual best picture and be in both? I don't know. Yeah, but they're all too late. Like they they made up the, the category of best animated because Pixar was doing so great. Yeah. And the first year came out, Shrek won. <laughs> same, same with expanding the categories into 10 movies. They did that because Dark Knight was uh, so great. So, you know, but then the now next Now they year, don't even nominate... Ten. They don't nominate Dark Knight Rises. Now yeah. they're consistently so. behind. That's the whole thing, thing we were saying about yeah. Oscars. You win them years later when you shouldn't have. By the way, they Amour, do that a lot. Amour is the sort of movie that when I was a kid, like, you know, a Gandhi would win and, and uh, right. Chariots of Fire. And it was just out, like, of Africa. Yeah, out of Africa. Out of Africa. The super serious movie of the year. And like all the movies I liked as a kid would be the special effects. And nobody Oscars in your hometown like saw it. No, nobody saw this movie. It didn't even come out <laughs> yeah. in my hometown. Yeah. yeah. But but the the joke here is that when we went to go see the reader, which also, is my favorite story, oh, super Paul. serious, I've ever told. We blame Paul for that. I'm, he, I'm a completist. I want to Paul see. Paul is an absolute completist. Go to the movie guy's website. I mean, he has an opinion on all of these. I'm gonna just throw in stupid fucking movies. I mean, there's some <laughs> stupid fucking movies out there. That's a very specific uh, yeah. point of view. Yeah, <laughs> Paul. Stupid I, fucking movies. Paul, Paul and I like movies in different ways. I like movies because Judge Dredd's a movie. <laughs> 
Anyway, <laughs> that qualifies as a movie. <laughs> they finished it. Yeah, they finished yeah. it, right? Yeah. It's got credits on it. Anything with the credits on <laughs> yeah. it is a movie. No, so we go to see The Reader. Actually, we didn't go to see it. We were going to see something else that day, and I forget now. But I wanted to see really bad Punisher Warzone. Oh. I mean, really bad. Spider-Man. Okay, so that's what we were going to see. Oh, was it really? Yeah, we were going to oh. see. See, and you saw the reader. Oh, Paul. So Paul, being that's a completist, says, fair. "Let's go see the reader." And in my head, I'm like, "Uh oh, that's the super serious adult movie that I hated when I was a kid." You should listen to that. So yeah. we go and we start watching this movie. A bunch of us guys out on a Sunday morning. Let's go <laughs> no. see the reader. How can you uh, do that to your I friends? Apologize. So the greatest mm, thing ever. Times. Anybody that's ever seen Punisher Warzone, I. I'm just sick to death of the reader, and I'm like, all right, I'm putting my, it's basically like the movie uh, hair shirt, you know, you just put the hair shirt on, you torture yourself for a little bit, but you're like, hey, I got some culture. So I have to go to the bathroom, and on my way back from the bathroom is a theater showing Punisher Warzone. <gasps> and and by the way, the reader is super serious, and she's in a prison, and she's an ex-Nazi, and somebody doesn't Lots know of how floating to cock. I mean, it's oh. everything. Lots of cock. I need to see that. Guy floating in a lake naked. I don't need oh, to see that. Well, yeah, lots of I'll cock. Let me make a note I mean, for the I mean, reader. It's, it's an everything. There's like somebody can't read, and somebody's trying to apologize for being a Nazi, and, some, there's, and there's penis, and there's homosexuality. Oh, it's it's got everything. So I'm on the way back to this super serious movie, and I decide I'm going to get a little jolt. I'm going to stop into Punisher Warzone. And here's what I see. I walk into the theater, <sighs> and I see these parkour guys jumping all over oh. the, the rooftops, and they're like super parkour guys, and it's super pumped up music, and one of them does a flip off a rooftop, and a missile flies into frame and hits him and blows him into a bunch of pink dust. And there's the Punisher holding a, a rocket launcher who puts it down and then picks up a gun and shoots the other two guys. Cut to the rest of us in the theater watching the reader floating cock. <laughs> and then I went back and took my medicine. That's what the reader is. That's what this is. Taking your medicine. Taking your medicine. Oh, we don't have any more time for that. Oh, oh, that's right. Shame. And that was Adam goes on too long. We don't have time at the end. <laughs> he of that. snuck it in at the beginning. <laughs> that was tricky. We weren't ready for it. Let's get on to our next film. Right. Uh, this is the front runner from the director of The Town and the star of Paycheck, Argo. <laughs> in Argo, there's violence in the Middle East. It's a story ripped from today's headlines or any day's headlines. <laughs> ben Affleck sports a beard, so we know he's going to be serious in this. Mm -hmm. This film consists of the creation of a fake film to assist <laughs> in the extraction of hostages from Iran in 1970s, which is ironic because I was under the impression that every film Affleck appeared in before he started directing was a fake. Oh! Indeed. <laughs> let's, let's, play, let's play a clip. <laughs> That might have been Argo. That okay. could be Is that Benghazi? Here's what makes that joke funny. On the script, Paul, it says, what? plays Al Jazeera oh. clip. <laughs> I just Technically, it's not where I got that. No, after that, all that. That was a good idea, though. Just search YouTube, angry Middle Easters, it came up. <laughs> Middle Eastern. You had yeah. your pick of numbers of them, yes. Uh, this is my pick for best picture. I loved it. I thought it was great. It I was so it. exciting. It's a tiny, I like it because it's a small film. It's a, mm. it's a movie that takes place in maybe half a dozen locations, but you don't don't realize that until you step back and you realize, hey, wait a minute, it was an airport, it was yeah. that a house, house. Mm -hmm. a couple street shots, and the studio shots. It's a very simple studio. film, yeah. yeah. which is my dig against it a little bit. I, I think, I well, think we'll if get you can do a lot 30, with a little. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'm always impressed by that. Penis joke again. <laughs> Hang on, just like, write that down. The reader. Yes. I almost yes. interjected the movie Signs into it, a serious Oscar discussion, but I'm not going to do <laughs> oh, that. Oh, thank you. How thank you. could you do that? Because Signs is a very small movie, which is amazing, but it takes place in house. one house on the farm. There's like, like a breakfast club. Yeah. No, you're right. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's breakfast. a small that was, that was the one I was going for. That's breakfast. the ultimate, That's the small, ultimate small one location. location. Yeah. Yeah. No, Argo does have a small look at a global situation. So I, I do like that. Which I is like pretty the, cool. For me, it just builds tension and urgency out of menial tasks. Small things, normal day things like going to the airport that you got to do at a regular pace. You have to do it at a regular pace due to the situation and circumstances of the movie. But they're so urgent that that's when the fingernails get dug into the side of the chair and it really built the tension Everybody, for did me. you see the movie, Karen? Yeah, I So everyone it. here has seen it, right? Yeah. So hopefully everyone out in listener land has seen it. But the, the, Spoiler the, alert, the, the yeah. man is nuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crazy shit. But it was one of those moments where I'm watching the final scene and they're trying to get out of the airport. And I just thought to myself, because you, you've watched this movie for, what, two hours. And as Adam said, Iran is nuts. Everything yeah. about it is insane. <laughs> Somehow Swiss Air is still running regular flights out of the Iranian yeah. airport. Like, they're the who, Swiss. Who's they're... doing business in Iran still? The Swiss. They're, they're Swiss. Swiss because they're able to stay neutral. They get along with everybody. <laughs> they get along with everyone. Hey, forget I, uh, about it. Oh, I got, sorry, oh, everybody. Oh, 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 we've been played off. We've been played off. Oh, 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 oh,
I think you had something good to say, Karen. I did, but that's okay. We'll just have the audience be excited that I had something good to say. Let's get on to our next film. All right. Uh, Let the Michael Brown and FEMA jokes commence. (laughs) Beasts of the Southern Wild. I think this is a documentary about Honey Boo Boo. For all, of the, for all of those of you who opted to see something else when Beasts of the Southern, Southern Wild was out, we hope you enjoyed Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> that made a lot of money. The story of people living in an extremely poor area of Louisiana called the bathtub, um, but they are happy as pigs in shit, and they are literally in shit. And then they invent jazz or something. I don't know. I didn't see it because <laughs> it just looked like one of those movies that's going to make me feel bad for something. <laughs> and then they're attacked by orcs, I believe. Like yes. a, they're always that are unleashed from the uh, Arctic. So, if that is, or is it the imagination of the people? There? I don't know. I hear orcs. I hear Gandalf. I'm surprised more people didn't go and see this. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to okay. a clip. I'm Alana. I'm six, and I'm a beauty queen. <laughs> oh, that's actually Honey Boo Boo. That is Honey Boo Boo. I thought that was the little kid from the movie. Beauty queen. Okay. I'm super excited because I do pageants. She does pageants. That is a beast of the <laughs> southern wild. <laughs> oh, enough for her. Okay. Now, I saw this movie. And on... she and she had to be subtitled. But anyway, no foreign language. No foreign language picture. She was subtitled in the clips we pulled. No, I saw this movie on demand. I didn't even see it in the theater. And I watched it at home. And, and um, it, Paul and I have a history of going and seeing hand-holding movies, as I call them. <laughs> movies that I won't go with him. So but we were having to. this conversation earlier that it really is a movie that sticks with you. It's, it's a very good movie inside of the bookends of a bad movie. Like at the beginning, <laughs> well, the beginning's fine, but at the, at the end, I'm not giving anything away. These, these orcs, orcs, orcs. I things. think they're called orax, but I call orax, them orcs. Okay. And, they, and, they, <laughs> effect. and they look like... Uh, Pigs. Pigs horse. with horns, yeah. right? Yeah. So you get rid like of them at the end. There's this great Warthog. movie in the middle that, that you really... And it was a lot like The Tree of Life in that the next day I really couldn't shake this movie. I really had really? that kind of like sensory memory of this movie. Like Tree of Life made you remember the movie through the sense of sound and through the idea of wind, this movie makes you feel like you remember it through being dirty. You just want to take a shower at the well, end. Well, that's yeah, why yeah. they probably talk about the bathtub. I was thinking when you explained it about them living in the bathtub that they, perhaps they should just... Take one? Get a bathtub, <laughs> yeah. Is this supposed to be a, an area of Louisiana or something that is called the bathtub? Yep. I think it's real. Delta. Yeah. And I don't understand how it's not an allegory for post-Katrina. But have we had this discussion? Maybe it is. I thought it was, but everything I've read, all the literature surrounding it, doesn't necessarily mention yeah. post-Katrina. I bet if you read a real serious critique, I, I bet that's got to be... Jeffrey Lyons has something to say. You about know, that. I'm wondering <laughs> if it got greenlit because somebody in a meeting, you know how you just go in and bring in your idea to greenlight a movie and then you just kind of feel out the room and keep shoving stuff at them that they're mm-hmm. responding to? So maybe so they're telling them the idea, oh, it's the bathtubs and there's these pigs and all this, and they're like... Hmm. It kind of reminds me of Katrina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Katrina, like Katrina. Just like Katrina. <laughs> oh, that's all ah. time, man. Uh, we can squeeze in one more film before we go to break, Johnny, you think? Yeah, because uh, there's lots of nominees. There's uh, nine of them. Oh, God. Which I'm excited about. It's going to be here uh, all day. So the next one is... Um, Oh, the most refreshing nominee of the yeah. of the pack, if you ask me, Django cool. Unchained. Because yeah. Django doesn't care about what you think, about what you expect, or what you want. It's very refreshing. It is your companion piece oh, to Lincoln. No, I'm <laughs> it's the old cliche story of a slave who teams up with a German dentist to free his wife from enslavement from a Mandingo fight ring operator and plantation owner. You know that old saw. I couldn't get enough of Jamie Foxx's Unchained Django. Okay, calm down. Now. <laughs> Let's uh, play a clip. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> right. That might have been blazing sun. <laughs> Paul, this it. is your companion piece to Lincoln. Thanks, Lee, there for being there. You know what I think happened is Paul read that so well. He you did. Were, you thought he was just talking. I'm looking at the script. You're I'm like waiting for him to finish. Paul is just talking. I, By the yeah, way, this is great. I think we have just referred to, but yeah. the the Unchained Django, for anybody who hasn't seen mm. Django Unchained, there is a scene where he is upside down in his big old penis. And it's not an art film, but there is a big old, big old penis, penis in it's Django. Well lit, ladies. Write that one down. This is a very informative night. Again. Django Unchained Penis. This is not me speaking yes. out of jealousy. Yep. Very secure man in this regard. Yes. I got lucky, but I don't think that's him. Oh, it's him. Oh, he looks gorgeous. He it's does him. look. He's a, you know what? I'm secure enough in my manhood to say that's a handsome black man. Jamie, just call in and let us know if that's you or not, if you could. But I, three, two, all three, I'm saying is that Yeah, he'd lie about that if they put a prosthetic huge yeah. cock on him. <laughs> no, that's yeah. not no, no, no. No, no, I, that's not my cock. If I had the chance to, to be seen with uh, an obscenely large fake one, I would totally take that. Yeah. I, yeah. I might even take that. I mean, and I'm a girl. 
It's exciting to have a giant <laughs> cock, right? Yes. I yes. Would yes, 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 yes. We all, we all agree. Yes. We all agree. No. Absolutely. Everybody's oh, hey, we're out of time. Talking about cock. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We'll have to take a break. We'll be. Uh, me well, up, I mean, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to make me cleaner. Yeah. I need a bathtub. Might be cock in the break. I'm not mm. sure. But we're going to go away for a few, and we'll be back with more as we look at all the nominees from the Academy Awards. Jingo. Jingo. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphone, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. Feeling down, depressed, just don't feel like getting out of the house anymore? We'll do it anyway. Sounds like it's time. Ticketstime.com, that is. Ticketstime.com has tickets for sports, concerts, and theater just waiting for you to buy. Did your favorite concert sell out? We have tickets at Ticketstime.com. Did you miss your favorite team's last game? Don't miss the next one. Log on to Ticketstime.com. Is there a play you've been dying to see but haven't had the time? Well, make the time at Ticketstime.com. Everyone needs some relaxation time, so remember to make some time at TicketsTime.com. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Oh. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Down in Hollywood. stay healthy, just keep them moving. Can we do the red carpet bit again? <laughs> that was yes. David's long gone. That was David. Uh, Dick. Uh, the Dick. Dick. Dick Manley. Manley. He's gone. For those of you tuning in late, Let's we did mess a red carpet bit. At the oh, yeah, we have no time. We talked too much. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, ToadHopNetwork.com. In case you're listening on iTunes, there's visual magic going on. Yes. yes. Visual magic. Magic. What other show cast dressed we, up in tuxedos for you? Pat and Pat and Penning. We all have tuxedo shirts on right now. For those of you who have not gone to ToadHopNetwork.com and watched the live feed of the video. I have a, uh, a, a Hoochie Mama gown, so we're all good. Sadly, yeah. you don't. Well, no, when I it's stand up, it gets Hoochie. Well, your level of hoochie, your your hoochometer is like... (laughs) Your hoochometer is different than normal people. Hoochometer. 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 All right, well, we got the... We're we're rolling through the Best Picture nominees. Let's keep at that. The next one coming up is Les Miserables. What does that translate into, by the way? The Miserable. The Miserables. Yes. Yes, Adam. Oh, yes. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. (laughs) Based on the popular Broadway sweatshirt. Mm. Now, I found that this is one of the only movies right now that is not in 3D, which is kind <gasps> of interesting. I know, it's unbelievable, considering the first time I saw this, it was on stage with real people, oh. and it was in 3D. <laughs> well, you know, the yeah. ultimate 3D. The ultimate yeah. 3D. It's been down-rezzed. Yes. Well, this is a Universal <laughs> Studios release, so I, for one, look forward to the roller coaster ride through the sewers of Paris opening in the theme park Ooh. in 2014. Oh, they'll oh, take our yes. picture, and we'll be like, yeah! Sorry, we're taking a little detour on this tour. I got <laughs> poop on me. <laughs> that would be awesome. They just throw shit on you. I smell an annual Pass. All right, let's play a clip. Oh, all right. Even a real country, anyway. Right, that's, uh, that's I could Les listen Mis. to that for a long time. But it's very Les Mis influence. Trey Parker loved the Les Mis, mm-hmm. and it was all over that uh, movie. One of the great 
movie satires and great movie musicals of all time, and I will argue to the end of time about that. Yes. Did they win for the Oscar? No, they got nominated got for nominated. an Oscar. Yeah, I think they, they got beat by Phil Collins for Tarzan. Ah, uh, and Sounds they showed right. up. Sounds about right. And yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone showed up win. in dress on acid. They were in dresses, yes. yeah, in gowns. Yeah, yes. told that story. That is that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they knew they'd probably only make it there once, so they went for it. You know, we made no point to tell you the plot in our brief uh, bullet oh, points there about Les oh, Mis. Uh, w- yeah, I, which I, I haven't s- seen. Oh, okay. It's a book, so hopefully I'm away, not but... giving too much away. Everyone. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, we through have this discussion. Right. We have this discussion, this right? <laughs> you graduated there... high school, didn't you? Hoping yeah. to give anything away. Uh, is there so... a spoiler alert on a book that's this old? Yeah, okay, so <laughs> it starts Lincoln, out... he gets to become president. I want to... Uh, don't tell me. It starts out with Jean Valjean, and he has stolen some bread to feed his sister's family, but he's arrested... Oh, you guys are awful. He's arrested and he goes to prison, but he keeps trying to escape, so his prison sentence becomes very long. So finally he earns his release, and Javert, he's this really one kind of, you know how a dog is with a bone? Well, Javert is like that with Jean Valjean. That is not a penis reference. Javert. Javert wants to make sure that he does not, like, skip his... his, uh, Whatever. He's like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, he's on right, it. It's right. like the fugitive with music, all right? It's just really what it is. And there's women that get pregnant and they have to lose their front teeth. Ah. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it no, goes we, on forever. It's important it's to know. Thick. Yeah, it's a huge And novel. so concludes our section of the um, show. Karen goes on too long. I go on too long. <laughs> there's singing and carrying on. All right, but what we came up with once we were trying to explain this to Adam is that pretty much it's the fugitive, right? <laughs> yeah. Explain this exactly. to Adam. Yeah. Okay. There's the fugitive with it, some singing. With because... Songs. I can say with great confidence, I will never see this stupid movie. Really? <laughs> it's one of the ones that went out in screener form, so you never know whose house you'll you go to, and there it'll be. That's true, it. that's true. And, there'll be, and then they'll go, hey, let's put this in. And you'll have and, to go, no! And that is how I can confidently say that, because that has been in my living room in the last month. <gasps> Makes a great coaster. Still watched it. Did not get shown. Did yeah, not put your watched. drink on Les Mis. Makes, <laughs> a great, <laughs> makes a great coaster. It's coaster season! <laughs> Uh, next, uh, next movie in the mix. Uh, it's a movie with no real stars in it, unless, of course, you're an Irfan Khan fan. Okay. Life of Pi. Also known as We Sank a Zoo. Yes, all animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Uh, something, something, Life of Cake. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 as good a joke as any. My sentiments exactly. Let's, uh, let's play a clip. Or not. No, not I thought that was... Oh, I thought that was about oh, right. You're the most amazingly, astounding, wonderful girl, woman that I've ever known. Is that okay, the man well, that movie had a shipwreck in it. I thought it was. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I thought he was talking to the tiger. Know, Paul, when that clip didn't come up, I actually highlighted it on my script as if that was going to help. Like, right. oh, <laughs> that's why it's not coming up. I thought up. maybe that was the whole idea because I don't really, I'm not psyched about that movie. So to me, it's just white noise. It's just nothing. Well, Life of Pi, for those who are listening along at home and haven't seen this movie, that's the boy gets in a shipwreck and he ends up on a boat with a tiger. And that's all I kind of It's know what Trey the... and Matt Stone saw when they were tripping on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought Andy Serkis was great as the tiger. Oh. <laughs> Uh, why nope. has he uh, not gotten a nomination? Give him a call. Why don't you play him off with that awful joke? Play his ass off. Once a Thank year, you. I need to break out my outrage at him not getting nominated. But why are you Andy always going to yeah. This year or any year? No, so, this just gets broken out every year. Like, oh, how could they not nominate him? Isn't yeah. it weird that he plays a circus full of characters? And his name is Circus. Mm. Have people said this before? No. No, because <laughs> there's a reason not in the oh, movie. Hurry, point me off. No, they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but this does bring up a good point. Paul and I were talking about this the other day about how this this is not a bad movie. There's a great movie in between the ends and the beginning. That's well, it looks like a visual. I mean, it is. It's up for cinematography, right? A feast, one might uh, say. Yes. And it was in it was in 3D, so it qualifies as a movie. But. <laughs> There were a couple of actors in here that were just no-name actors, and that's fine because sometimes you need actors that are just actors because the, the story is the movie, right? Yeah. And I've often seen this happen where they cast a superstar in this very menial part, and you say to yourself, oh, that took work from a really, you know, an actor out there could have been yeah. doing a... J- Jaden Smith didn't get lobbied for yeah. this role. Right. <laughs> so I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking, these guys suck. They really should have got Matt Damon for this. Oh! <laughs> so the reverse happened. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, to me, yeah... It, there's so much to talk about. It all involves this ending. Now, here's another thing where the book's been out there for a while. The movie's been out since yeah, November. Yeah, but nobody heard of that. But Les Miserables no, has been so popular. Yeah, all right. So we'll talk about it. I got my wrist slapped last time I tried to bring up the ending to this. Two, two yeah, different uh, schools of thought on how you could shoot the ending of this movie. Show a lot more than you do or not. And the more I think about it, 
the more both makes sense. And I'm being abstract. It's not I entertaining wish anybody. So Next film. Next up is Steven Spielberg's Lincoln. Lincoln. Now, as soon as I saw Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in the trailer, I knew this was going to be a good movie. Does the political scene uh, have you longing for a time when there was less acrimony in politics? Well, settle back and watch one of our nation's greatest presidents get shot. In Lincoln, the story of our nation's last pro-union Republican. I can't believe with all the vampire hunting that led to 12 Oscar nominations. <laughs> Pretty That's impressive. what people want is vampire hunting. Let's play a clip. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> and party on, dudes! <laughs> that, that was Lincoln. That was Lincoln. That was Lincoln, but perhaps not in this film. Now, I didn't see this movie. What? Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. And I'll tell you why I didn't see it. It's boring. It's boring. Uh, because no. if it wins, I'm not going to be surprised or upset. If somebody says, oh, that Spielberg movie about Lincoln starring Daniel oh, Day-Lewis win, I'm not going to go, oh, that's a travesty. So you go see the one so you can have like yeah. a definite opinion. But this is the one where it's like, yeah, it's Of course win. it did. Okay, I, I buy that. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, my, my money's more with uh, Argo and Django if I were handing them out. But if Lincoln wins, that, that's a, that's a yeah. real, I mean, it's <laughs> such a solid movie. I mean, it just is whether it, that's your taste or not. If you want to go something a little more edgy or exciting. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's going to win for best director, right? With Affleck well, out of the mix, yes. Ben oh yeah, that's right. Because Affleck is not yeah. in the mix. Yeah. Because who would nominate him? Right. Everybody Only else. Everyone else gave <laughs> Everybody award. else, but but yeah. before all that happened, who would nominate Affleck? I don't know. It just seems like it seems like the the logic was correct at first on the Academy Awards thing. Like we're not going to nominate Affleck as director. Yeah, if this were his first time out. Yeah, but yeah. it's such a his three movie, movies in. I mean, he's, yeah. His movie is so Lincoln. You just I don't know. There should be a rule there, that you have. As I didn't say anything. It made sense. <laughs> Lincoln I is just the annoyed that Affleck didn't get nomination. nominated. It is yeah. prestige and gold, yeah. and it's boring and it's old people. I, mean, I just it, think it's like an old Republican party. There, kind if, of thing. if if Daniel Day Lewis, Sally Field, and Steven Spielberg it's, win, it's that's their third Oscar for each of them. Not but to I, mention the one Spielberg got producing. I already like Sally Field. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, oh please. Hey. <laughs> that was a cue for... No, that's oh, gone. Okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Then, will you just... There. Uh, <laughs> we'll move on to our next movie. Uh, you, should, you should have that for all our other shows, too, Paul. I know, right? With Lily Tomlin in his rear view, David O. Russell has gotten another Best Picture nomination, this time for Silver Linings Playbook. Man, I enjoyed watching Pretty Boy Bradley Cooper have problems. I mean, it made me feel better about my day. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence stalks Bradley Cooper while he's out jogging, yet avoids shooting him with an arrow to get his attention and advance her status in The Hunger Games. Different movie. Chris Tucker is in this. I'm sorry. Is he aware, aware that the words rush hour are not in the title? Even You can't even rearrange him to spell rush hour. I don't know why he's, I don't know why he's appeared in another film. Somehow his agent got him into this without the words rush hour being Well, he in did it. the very brave acting thing. He gained like 50 pounds. His head is huge. All in his head. Yeah, yeah. he went Barry Bonds with the head. Let's play a clip. You're fucking grown up. Act like a grown up. You're not a baby. That's Dave, okay, that's David Russell. You scream at Lily Tomlin. And what's so great is the other day when we were writing this show, believe it or not, we write it. Uh, we went through, we were looking at clips online. And what's so great is not, okay, so in an office. And she's sitting at a desk and she's being all full of herself. And he comes in and is screaming at her. And he gets so frustrated, he leaves. And then there's a silence. And she thinks he's gone. And he comes back through a door. Yeah, door, the door. In, the in the back of the set. set. Yeah. Like kicking it open would make for for iHeart Huckabees is where that clip is from. Yeah, he Lily Tomlin was such a shit that he just blew up like crazy through a door, like an exit door. And when I saw that for the second time, I thought maybe this is a put on because that's too funny. funny. Because he disappears because he leaves like just sort of like towards the camera and away off the set. But then there's a fake door to the right, and they're still sitting there. And then David O'Russell, you can hear him yelling (laughs) as he goes all the way around, and then all of a sudden just three years. Yeah, yeah, they just burst out that door right in front of Lily Tomlin. <laughs> I love that clip so much, I just had to play it again. Oh, that's, that's so that's funny to watch. Go watch that. Um, and a good film. I mean, this guy, for me, is my choice for Best Director um, because he made another solid film that gets nominated for Best Picture, and he got all four of his actors, including Bradley Cooper, 
to be nominated for an Oscar as yeah. well. Oh, that's, that's a feat. That, that's and I got to say, uh, again, it's one of those movies that easily, under a different director, wouldn't hold up at all. That movie falls apart in so many ways if it's not a good director and putting it, it confidently on screen. Because the idea that the uh, there's the father, Robert De Niro, who's he's way really, into football, really right? And he's got all these bets on football and he has all these things about luck. And then there's this weird uh, side uh, plot about dancing where uh, mm-hmm. she's in a yeah. dancing thing. But it really and she, works. It and stays she, in the yeah, movie. Two different movies. Yeah. And then they bring them together with this bet with the father. And, and yeah. any, you know, Philadelphia Eagles father fan is not going to care about dancing. But they somehow, like, put these two bets together that if he can dance well and the Eagles win, then we win more money. Or, or, God, it sounds so dorky when you say it, but it's so great when you watch it. It is so dorky. And that's right? one of those things. It's like, I think directing movies is a confidence game. And he won. He beat the audience because we didn't realize this is stupid. Because it <laughs> so, really is kind of stupid. When you so say the it. plot is but it's an great. Eagles game in a dancing competition, and I get shit for saying it wasn't the movie I expected. Really? Hey, it's not the movie you <laughs> An expect. Eagles game in a dancing competition. Well, Who wanna, expected that? Why do you want to go to a movie <laughs> Who and see a movie that to be you good? Expect? Exactly. <laughs> it like, wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be. For example, when you went to see Ghostbusters for the first time, who knew what that was? <laughs> Right? Well, I only read the title, so I had an idea. <laughs> he had gone 45 minutes without working Ghostbusters. I had to work Bill Murray in. So. He was we were going to go the first he show ever nominated. without referencing that. Oh, no, I won't. And ah. <laughs> yeah, we got one more movie to cover. All right. Uh, your final, finer? final nominee, They'll shoot you for Zero that. Dark Thirty. Are we the only ones that were uncomfortable by the film's Oscar campaign? If you don't for, vote for us, the terrorists win. <laughs> It's true. It is. Now, in case you were wondering what Zero Dark Thirty means, roughly translated, it means, We killed Bin Laden! Way to bury the lead. I'd love to make a joke here, but uh, you just don't fuck with Navy SEALs. I'm just not going to make any jokes. Yeah, let's uh, play a clip. Well, that's the same clip from before. Okay. I just say it takes place in the same area. Because it says Craig Ferguson clip. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to pull a Craig Ferguson clip because Zero Dark Thirty means 1230. Oh, it's time to, watch Craig, time to watch Craig Ferguson. Wow. As, it, as in the phrase, it's Zero Dark Thirty, I think I'll go watch Craig Ferguson. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's so. probably what Osama Bin Laden was doing when this whole thing happened. No, oh, that's not. Is that how you want to go out? Watching Craig I would Ferguson. want to go I out like with. Well, Ferguson. if you got like seven wives or whatever lying around, that's how you want yeah, to go out. Yeah, but did you take a look at those wives and you walked in? Oh God! Did I walk out of the room? What's what are you talking about? The shot. Bin Laden wives. got shot. Are oh. we giving away more spoilers <laughs> here? Should I set something? All of a sudden, I hear seven wives. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what's the, yeah, anyway. set of them in minimum. He had a lot of wives. Several. Yeah. And yeah. a box of porn. He had a bunch of porn. You would need porn with those women. I'm Remember telling you. Remember hearing that? No, he had a box of porn. Yeah, yeah no, that's a, true. Actually, yeah, he yeah, yeah. a bunch of porn in his place. Everybody yeah. has their box. You guys must have your box, and you tell your friend where oh. it is. And if you get in the hospital, you tell your friend go to my apartment. And burn the box. No, my box Hide is my computer. Box. And oh. ladies, don't be well, offended, but he had like nine wives and still went to the box of porn. <laughs> there you go. I'm still saying they weren't all Heather Locklear. That's I missed all I'm the box of porn. You know, that's a good call because I yeah. did have the box of porn. Right? And I, and I had all my VHS tapes. I, I, VHS is the natural format for porn. I just do not agree with Blu-ray or any of this no. stuff. It's, you know why? Because you, you get all these beautiful women's in uh, 1080p high you definition. Don't need that you know what definition. else? Balls. <laughs> no one needs balls. Adam that thinks you have clearly. to earn your cut, your money shot. You gotta slog through the first twenty minutes of that. You don't get to advance frame no, or chapter no select. Chapter no chapter selecting. That's true. Now Fast it's forward seems. and have it, have the image get shittier every time you watch it. I've never watched more than six minutes of porn in my life. And that's zero dark thirty, everybody. <laughs> So many oh, that was kind of a tangent, wasn't it? Office Oscar pool. <laughs> watching so, this bottom line, that's my best picture. Uh, yeah, it is, right? And it's the last one, the latest one you saw. Yes. And so immediately, whoop, jump to the top of the list. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's, of course, it's the film that never wins the best picture. It's the most challenging picture. What a hard movie to make. Yeah. I mean, that first act of it, long, there's two, there's two movies in Zero Dark Thirty for anybody who hasn't seen it. There's the one where they can't kill Bin Laden, and there's the one where they go kill Bin Laden, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. in the middle is a coach speech, which is almost a parody of itself. And then at the very beginning of the second act or the second part of the movie, someone comes out of nowhere and goes, hey, remember that thing you asked me to check out? Check this out. Like, like, like she comes up, like, it's not even set up at the beginning of the movie. But anyway, um, but yeah, I thought the, the first part of it with all the, the torture and all the stuff that's supposedly controversial, man, that is just filmmaking that's in your face. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, 
you Take know, that, audience. Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, you know what would be hard to pull off for an audience? Showing them torture. Showing yeah. them how it works. And showing them why it was done. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it just boiled down to the controversial thing. But, man, that's filmmaking. That's visceral filmmaking. Yeah. I, and I, Catherine Bigelow, not nominated. Yeah. I know, Grind. right? Visceral filmmaking be a rule. never gets nominated. Right? There should be a rule. Sense. You should have as many oh, yeah. Best Director noms as you have Best Picture noms. And when they made more Best Picture noms, they should have upped the Director noms. You yeah. can't have a Best Picture without Well, I'll go director. back to what Rob Reiner said when he was not nominated for A Few Good Men. He said, when a movie wins Best Picture, you give an Oscar to the producer or producers, and you give an Oscar to the director. Congratulations, you made this movie. Because if Django Unchained wins, it won't. But when, if it wins, they're going to give uh, Oscars to Reginald Hudlin and Michael Shamberg and other producers. But Tarantino's thumbprint is all over that movie. Tarantino yeah. made that movie. And if he wouldn't get an Oscar for winning Best Picture, that would be a shame. So Reiner says, get rid of Best Picture. Or, no, get, get rid, rid of Best, best Director. Get, best director. Just, get yeah. rid of Best Director. Just make that go to. Sadly, Tarantino's acting is in that movie, too. Oh. Have you, Karen? Yeah. Oh. It, it literally screeches to a halt it's for bad. the 32 yeah. seconds that he's on the screen. Oh. Like, oh, I feel bad God. for him because I like him and so yet much. He was so don't in, jimmy me, man. Don't jimmy me, man. That's the thing. He was so enjoyable in Pulp Fiction. He's like one yeah. of the favorite parts of Pulp Fiction. It's just so funny, and he's just so funny. But, man, he's doing an Australian accent and stuff. Uh, yeah. I couldn't wait for him to blow up. Hope I didn't give anything away there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, oh, let, let's talk about the lock of. Oh, you want to do the yeah, songs? Yeah, just real quick. All right, I we'll do the songs good. real quick in case you case some sort of countdown style. Oh, that's right. Karen's oh, back. Oh yeah, because songs. I like the songs. Because of course, <laughs> uh, any movie that's nominated for best picture this year also is nominated for best song, right? Well, sort of. <laughs> Two of them. Two, Two of them. them are. So there are some Best Picture nominees who didn't have the songs nominated. So let's play some of the songs from. Uh, we got a few minutes here, then we got to get the Karen segment before oh, the gosh. show wraps up. Already, already. So let's talk about Best Picture nominee Amor. Were you aware there was a song in that? I like When the moon hits oh, your eyes. I like this song. And then the 90 year old lady was dying. <laughs> it was so sweet. It's like a nice juxtaposition. Well, what song are you going to choose? Oh, I don't know. You're bringing me around in this. I see where this might be a Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, oh, remember Argo's. Uh, Big song it played oh, yeah. Uh, yeah right yeah. at the right at the top so you knew what the whole movie was about. It set the tone. It set the tone. Made popular again years later by John McCain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Any, anyone under fifteen has no idea where that song. No. That's we did a, not produce that's that. Such a Z ninety three Z morning zoo <laughs> song <laughs> from nineteen eighty two. Life of Pi. <laughs> Again, really set the tone. <laughs> Man, if the movie was this exciting. Uh, oh, and then, of course, uh, you know, this is a bogus nominee because this song didn't come up until late in the 10 minutes of credits of Lincoln. Yeah, but, inspired you know, by song, You're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. <laughs> Rod so Lincoln. Ha, no, but I do love Lincoln. the songs that are inspired by the movie right. and then make it to the soundtrack. Like this I love one. That. Oh, yeah. I always picture some guy going, ah, this, uh, <laughs> like, like, just like getting a flash of inspiration. I must write a song about Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to Seal with Batman. That's like, true. This one was inspired by a Silver Linings Playbook uh, because a guy in the beginning of it gets out of a mental hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Okay. Uh, let's get on to uh, right. Karen's <laughs> segment because we don't have well a whole advised. lot of time. Well advised. Wait, wait a minute. We're not. We're not. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. We're not covering best visual effects, best sound editing. Why, did you have jokes for those? I did. I'm not sure the Oscar. What gave it away? Is this where you kill all the clock of the show? No, all right, so I'm going to start doing birthdays. All right, here we go. Wait a minute, in tandem. Since we're focusing on the Oscars, I've decided to celebrate the birthdays of Oscar winners and nominees from this week. And the birthday goes to John Travolta, who turns 59, but can play anywhere from bald... To balding. <laughs> and been, fat. And fat. He's been nominated twice for Best Actor, first for Saturday Night Fever, and then for Pulp Fiction. Ooh. Ironically, both films feature Travolta in iconic dance scenes, which explains why, why they're adding a show-stopping soft shoe number to the upcoming sequel, The Taking of Pelham, a five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, that's, that's horribly good. good. Oh, I love you. that. Also sharing a birthday <laughs> is the late Jack Palance. Who died Aww. in 2006. How late but, was he? 
But he was very late. Yeah. He died in 2006, but looked near dead most of his career. <laughs> Jack won Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for his work in City Slickers and is remembered for his one-handed push-ups during his acceptance speech. Sloppy. When 85-year-old Emmanuel Riva wins this year, I look forward to a full set of squat thrusts. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Benicio Del Toro, who turns 46 and can play anywhere from a Puerto Rican to Javier Bardem. <laughs> he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for his work in, pl- in Traffic, playing an honest Mexican cop. Now that's acting. Ah, wah, I've wah, been wah, to Mexico. Wah. I know that's true. That's true. <laughs> and lastly, happy birthday to the great Sidney Portier, who turns 85. Portier. He, yes, Portier. I can't Pronounced really Portier. Portier. Spelled Portier. He is also the honorary Oscar winner and an actual Oscar winner for his leading role in Lilies of the Field. And he's the first black actor to win an Academy Award. But I believe he is best known for his exceptional directing work for the blockbuster dance masterpiece, Fast forward. What? Fast oh. forward. That was the greatest movie. There were these dancers. They moved to New York City, and they needed a couch. Wait, they they needed all a couch? Upstairs. I saw this. I, know, I saw this in the theater. And they brought it upstairs. Directed by Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Fantastic movie. took me to that hey, the where theater. where the white women at? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's what I remember about him. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I mean, Happy it, birthday. Yeah. Mr. Tibbs. Now, you said he was one of the few who got an honorary Oscar and the statue as well. What kind of horse shit is that, honorary Oscar? He had already had one, and they gave him an honorary Well, they did that to Spielberg. Mm -hmm. They said, oh, we screwed you on Color Purple and all these other things. They gave him an honorary. Then he came back and he won for Schindler's List. You're not calling the Irving Thalberg Award an honorary, are you? I don't know. Am I? Oh, that's an an Irving Thalberg (laughs) Award. Seems like an honor. I mean, they seem honored when they're accepting it. Irving Thalberg is not an honor. They're not turning it down. I'm on record right now. It is not an honor to be nominated. I'm not nominated. I'm just kidding. Wait a second, guys. Uh, we got to stop because it's almost... 8 o'clock? Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, 8 o'clock? So you can never get Bill Murray out of our show. <laughs> happens every time. Doesn't happen. This, uh, please go check out themovieguys.net. That's our website. I have posted the Oscar rant there. 18 pages of full dissection <laughs> of everything you want to know Go about check the out how weird Paul, Paul is. is. Yes, print it out. Share it with your friends. The There's opinions on, on everything. for days it, in his bathrobe at the computer. I also for, want to give quick thanks to David Beach, who was here playing Dick yes. Manley in the beginning of the movie. And a constant shout-out to Steve Schultz, who I've never mentioned on the air, oh, but he yeah, always Steve. provides Steve. material Steve. for our show. Any joke of mine that was goofy was um, Steve's. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Special I'll thanks to the Hater Nation and Broad Topics who had us on during the week. Yep. And um, our we- good friends at the favor at favormovie.com. They've always uh, helped us out by giving us screenings of their movies, and we, we plug them on the website, and we're going to plug them here as well. And we missed... Yep. Four pages of script, so I'm just going to yeah, hold them up to the yeah. camera for anybody who uh, watches at home. There they are. Bye. And we're being played oh, off. Oh, you're played off, Adam. <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom, my agent. Like honey, if you're up, mom. go to bed. I like to say hi to your mom. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.